Unfederated, a podcast for freelancers hosted by a brother and sister who are polar opposites, but have found a way to make a living doing what they love. Sarah, how's it going? Hey, Rob. I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Um, it's a uh, really, really nice still here. Is it um, still hot where you are? Uh, it is. We've had a couple mornings where it's felt a little bit like fall, but... Um, You'll get there. Yeah. And we'll be like dead into winter. <laughs> no yeah. time. You will be snowing. Tons of snow, hopefully everywhere. Uh, we still have to work out which ski passes we're going to get this winter. So that's the big consideration. So um, we're going to talk this week, right, about uh, working with friends as clients. That's true. And that that, <laughs> that simple issue that has no... Um, is not fraught with emotional implications <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, there's this weird thing about um, your professional services person. And when people need your service, um, whatever that line is between, hey, could you do me a solid? And you make a living doing this for people. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of how to negotiate uh, what could be kind of a, a little bit of a landmine, I guess, right? Yeah, it happens, as you know, to me so much, um, just because we're we're so lucky that we have so many people um, that we consider friends. And also, I think like I don't ever let friends go like a lot. Of, <laughs> a lot of people, you know, are not still friends with the same group that they were friends with in fourth grade, but I am <laughs> or even before that. <laughs> So um, I have all these people that I might hear from with questions. Um, and were I to thought, like track it down, um, I could uh, spend all of my working hours on stuff for friends that doesn't pay easily. Yeah, I feel like we've got a little bit of a different dynamic when it comes to this because um, not everyone needs what I offer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, what you offer is, is a little bit more... Um, ubiquitous. Yeah. 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 I mean, people often, whether even they understand the idiosyncrasies of the types of law you practice people, when they, when they think they need a lawyer, they can reach out to you. Um, yeah. And then you're faced with that a little, a little more often. Yeah. And I like that. I like being a go-to person. I I love helping people and being a type of person that our friends would call for, um, help or to work through, you know, an issue. I really get a kick out of it. So that makes it even harder, honestly, because, um, because I don't, I get, I get a kick out of it. I love what I do. I love helping people. I love talking to my friends, but, um, if I do it without charging, uh, I will have to go back and work at a regular law firm (laughs) because I won't make any money. Yeah. I kind of feel like when we think about this and, and tell me if, if you think this is fair or not, there, there's kind of a handful of responses to this situation. Mm-hmm. And one is just, just doing a favor. One is doing something in the hopes that somewhere down the road, karma kicks in and, yeah. and like, and, and that person can pay back that favor or, you know, or there's some reciprocation takes place. Um, there's another and kind of viewing it in more of a charitable mindset of just like, you know, you're doing this for a particular cause or a particular situation, kind of regardless of who the players are, because it's just something you want to support. Yeah. Um, do, do you, when you're faced with this, do you, do you kind of, is that a, a fair 
exhaustive summary of kind of the responses or, or kind of the ways to approach that, that, that you've run into? Yeah. I mean, I like to, um, also be, I think it's useful, um, for people in my community and network to, to know that if they bring somebody who has any legal need with me, or if they, they have any legal need and they bring them to me, I will find a person to help them, you know, Mm -hmm. um, because that keeps people bringing people to me and that's how you get business. Um, and it's hard to find the right kind of lawyer to do what you want. The layperson doesn't understand the difference between them. And, um, if you go to a firm that's big enough that, you know, they have lawyers who practice anything, um, then you're, you're going to pay, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for an issue. So finding like a solo practitioner or a small firm that, um, does a particular thing I have a passion for, but, um, in Colorado, you can't get any kind of like kickbacks or referral fees or anything, which is fine. But it means that I'm spending hours and hours of my time, truly, honestly, every single week talking to people who need legal representation that is something I don't do. Or sometimes it's something I do, but they're a friend, and then I have to navigate that. Um, so I'm not, I've tried a lot of different things. And sometimes I feel like I'm being, um, you know, when it's a, for instance, a lot of times if somebody gets let go, uh, terminated anybody I've ever met, you know, um, I'm a lawyer. They'll call me and say, Hey, can they do that? Like, can they fire me? I get a lot of those calls. Um, and I want to help somebody, you know, work through that and negotiate maybe, um, their severance package and things like that, because it's a hard time for them. And it's great to be able to help them in that way. Um, but it takes hours of my time that I could be making my hourly rate. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the right solution because I can't imagine being like, cool, sorry, you got fired. Like, pay me money. <laughs> yeah, that's really tough because that is an area of law that you kind of s- specialize in. So you're able to add some real value to people. Yeah. The people's unfortunate situation, but like at what cost? Yeah, exactly. And it's usually individuals. They're not necessarily going to ever need anything from me again. So it's not necessarily like the lo- the logical person in me knows it's not just building goodwill and maybe I'll get a client down the road. So I guess, you know, where I'm at is I do a lot of that and I just have to um, try to keep it at like no more than 30% of my, my week yeah. <laughs> so that I can stay afloat. But I'd, uh, you know, I've tried a couple different solutions and some have worked better than others, but I think I'm just uniquely, uh, vulnerable to this particular issue mm-hmm. for good and for bad. Yeah. That's what you get for being friendly to people. Yeah. Um, what, what are some of the things that you've, uh, tried that have, you, you mentioned some things have not been successful, but, uh, what are what are kind of some of the approaches you've taken? Well, one thing that's successful when it's but I don't know that it's the right solution is if it's a good friend who comes in and I just think, gosh, I cannot have a conversation with them about payment. I uh, I'll just refer them to somebody else who does the same thing I do. Mm-hmm. Just like I'll be like, I, I'll honestly say I'm you know, I have, I'm kind of full up or I'm too busy or this isn't exact, you know, this isn't exactly my space, but this person can really help you out. Um, and then pass them to someone they don't know uh, so they can have a normal attorney client relationship. Yeah. Um, but that's a, you know, a loss lead and, and it'd be great if you could figure out a way to unlock the key for working with friends and acquaintances and it not negatively or 
not impacting your personal relationships at all. But yeah, I, I think that's one of the hardest parts is the fact that it is a person that you already know. And if it's someone, you know, well, you're tying into like, um, that, that relationship is more than likely able, like gonna swell to be more than what your typical professional relationship with a client is going to be. And if it is something that is, uh, emotional in nature, then you're going to get a lot more of that than you would if, if you were just their attorney, you know, you're going to get the, the friend part and the attorney part. Yeah. Um, which, you know, if it's something that you're not able to charge for or comfortable charging for, then it, it's even more overwhelming, I guess, because you're, you're spending even that much more time on it. Yeah, it is. But I like, I can't, I have to go back to the fact that I really do enjoy getting those calls and being a source of like problem solving for people. So mm-hmm. it, I, I'm like excited when a friend calls me, but then I have this issue where after I talk to them for an hour and a half in the middle of the day, I'm thinking like, oh gosh, <laughs> you know, what am I going to do stuff that actually pays me? Yeah. So, um, cause I look at my metrics and I need to keep actually making money. So it's always on the back end so that I really realize it and I'm getting better at it. Sometimes also it's better to refer out if it's a sensitive issue cause there's privilege issues and, and maybe they don't want to share everything with them. I mean, I help a lot of our, uh, friends n- negotiate and normally I represent companies in employment matters. But through that lens, of course, I can see the other side. Um, so I will help, you know, friends when they are terminated or let go, or if they're having an issue at work, or um, if they have an employment agreement to review or uh, understand, especially if it has like a non-compete or something in it. Um, and you know, maybe people don't want me to know how much they make and what their benefits are, you know, because they're going to have to see me at uh, dinner next week. So I always try to preempt that and say, hey, this is what privilege is. Everything's really privileged. But at the same time, like no harm. I totally understand if you want to choose another person. And here's a couple people I can vouch for. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of makes it easy. It's it's trickier when, you know, <sighs> I, I start doing work and it doesn't look like it's going to be very much. And so we don't have a discussion. And then all of a sudden I'm like eight to 10 hours in on it. And I'm, there still hasn't been any offer to, to pay, but you know, really I shouldn't put that on them. That's a, that's a responsibility for the service provider to bring up. Yeah, for sure. Have you dealt with this? Have you dealt with many friends as clients? Yeah, a few times. Um, I have, where that situation doesn't knock on my door as often. Um, I've had a few situations where I've invited it in. Um, there'll be a nonprofit that I want to get involved in. There will be a, a particular cause that I'm like, yeah, this is something that, um, you know, I could, I could uniquely support this situation through what I do. And so I'll, I'll often offer my services or be asked to offer my services in in that space. And, and, you know, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's, you know, I I regret it a little bit. Um, as someone who manages a lot of, uh, I'll use this example as someone who manages a lot of, uh, Google ads, um, Google has a program called Google grants where nonprofits can receive a, a tremendous amount of free advertising. Um, but it comes with stipulations where they have to manage the account and the account has to perform at a certain level. 
in order for them to continue getting that, that grant. And so oftentimes, so, you know, say a, a nonprofit that I'm a big supporter of, I can say, Hey, like if you guys will go sign up for this, like I can manage it for you and I can, you know, support that, this initiative through what I do. Yeah. And, um, and that's great because there is that cost component beyond my management fees. There's the cost component of paying for the ads themselves. And that's, uh, I've never gone as far as to say, I'll cover that too. It's just, uh, is often a little too much, but, yeah. um, but from that perspective, it's really handy, but, um, you know, there's, it's never as cut and dry as, um, just that, you know, um, yeah. inevitably if I'm running the account, there's additional things that are needed to keep the account running well. And it, it's not clear, especially to someone who's not tech savvy at all. Um, it's not clear whose responsibility that is. And and all of a sudden I'm doing yeah. like graphic design work, yeah. or, uh, web development. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is it. How did I, how did I find myself here? You know? <laughs> and, but then you're like, you're so much, like you said, there's kind of the sunk cost kind of thing. You're like, well, you know, I've already got so much time in it and a little bit more time gets us to where we need to be. Yeah. So like, you know, you kind of keep pouring in and pouring in. Yeah. It's, um, it's tricky to know when to convert that. And there are schools of thought that I think have a lot of merit that you, it, there's two schools of thought that I've met people who say, you know, I'm not going to work with anybody who I'm fr no friends or family. That's just my policy. No friends or family. Um, and that's, I probably, that's probably more like I would imagine graphic designers and stuff who get hit up for more personal stuff on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and then there's also, uh, people who say I'm, um, I'm going to, work with them, but I'm always going to charge people a hundred percent of the time. And that's going to be the discussion we have at the outset, no matter what. Um, and those probably both have a lot of merit because you're just applying them consistently, but you know, on the ground, there's just so many, you know, depending on how close you are with somebody and what they're dealing with and what they're asking of you, you know, it's just a case by case analysis. Yeah. Have you ever gotten into a situation where like you've spent enough time into it that then at some point you have to pull the ripcord and say, okay, this is, this is all become too much. Yeah. Or can you usually sense that on the front end? No, it can evolve, right? You don't know. And so a lot of the stuff I just mentioned, um, for instance, uh, reviewing and negotiating an employment agreement, I'll do that for people who call me who don't know me and I charge them money <laughs> and they pay me. Mm -hmm. So it feels sometimes a little bit unfair to them if I'm doing the exact same thing for someone else and not charging them. Um, because, you know, it's the same money to, to everybody. Um, so I, I'm trying to get a little bit better about that because I do want to honor my clients who, you know, we have an appropriate relationship. Um, and I think I'm doing a better job. Also, if, if a friend or a family member reaches, reaches out to me and they've worked with lawyers before, it's much easier because, Lawyers are expensive, and um, even me being as affordable as I can possibly be still costs money. And if they've seen, if they've met any other lawyers, they're going to be aware of that, and then probably they'll be relieved by my estimate. But if they've never worked with a lawyer before, they don't know at all what to expect, and so they could be, um, you know, surprised that it would cost what it costs. 
uh, to do whatever they need to do. So I've, I've had some really good interactions representing uh, friends of ours and business transactions um, where, you know, it was just like they filled out an engagement letter. They retained me. They paid me. I helped them out. I gave them a great, you know, friends and family discount. They were really happy with the work that was done. I was really happy with what they were asking of me, you know, and, and they, they were happy with the amount that it costs. And I was happy with how quickly they paid, you know, and so that is sure. possible. It's out there. Um, it's just not every relationship is built for that. Yeah. I've kind of, I've kind of found, I've got like three things that I use and kind of entering the situation that I find to be helpful um, from, from my perspective. And one of them, you kind of, uh, was something you said earlier kind of made me think of it. Um, I've, I can build websites. I don't typically do that from a professional perspective. I'm not like developing anything from scratch, but there's all kinds of <laughs> technologies and services out there that you can use to make a website. It's not very hard anymore. Um, and so I've, uh, for a season of my life, I found myself building websites for friends and family a lot. Yeah. Um, and that required me having a, a, a web server that's, you know, that hosted all of these sites Yeah. and it required me to jump into these sites and do updates periodically to make sure they stayed secure and all this other stuff. And, and, um, this whole thing unfolded over several years, but at some point in time, I realized like, Hey, I did the site, like, you know, four years ago, I still have to spend a couple, you know, an hour a month on it or whatever. Like I haven't gotten paid <laughs> for any of this. Yeah. Uh, or if I did, it's been four years ago. And, um, and so the lesson that I learned through that whole process that I do now is when I'm, I'm doing a project like that, I set up everything very intentionally so that the friend or family has access to everything. Yeah. Uh, as well as me. Um, so I no longer need to be the conduit. Um, and so that's smart. I try to like strategically at, a, at the right place in the process, you know, perver- uh, throw them the proverbial keys and say, okay, like here's the support people from the service mm-hmm. and here's your logins and here's whatever, like you don't, you know, you don't need me anymore. You, you got this on your own. Yeah. Like, thanks, you know, and try to draw a hard line in the sand. Uh, for some folks that's been super well received and for other folks it's fallen on deaf ears and I continue to be the conduit through, yeah. through which they access like their website or their account. Um, but, um, I'd say for the majority of folks that, that that's understood, you know? Yeah. And, and hopefully it doesn't feel rude. You know, it just kind of feels like, Hey, you know, we agreed on doing this. I've done this. We're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> you, you know, like, and from here we go. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that, that part's been helpful. And I've even in a couple of those situations said like, okay, I've done this, like, this is what we agreed on for super free, you know, super reduced or free work. And like, really from this point forward, if you need me, I'm happy to help, but it's my rate, you know, yeah. from now. And, and that also kind of helps draw that line in the sand to say, okay, like I got all this for free, but you know, that's over. You know, I think 
that that line in the sand thing. I think I <laughs> the theme behind my interactions with my family and friends is more that I'm resistant to charge them than it is that they're resistant to pay. Yeah. So there's this weird like tension where I'm like, Oh, better not, you know, better not do this. And they're like, come on. Like, I just need you to do this work for me. Yeah. But, um, so I think a lot of the problem is in my own, uh, mind because if I just laid it out there, they'd be fine with it. That's what they're looking for. They want a lawyer and they, they know what I provide and they, you know, they, they'd rather work with me than somebody they don't know um, and have to deal with all of the stuff associated with finding a new lawyer. So yeah, probably just need to be more cool with that. <laughs> I, I think that's totally true. And that, that kind of reminds me of my second thing. I often find that the person on the other end of that conversation is as awkward about yeah. What, how it's going to play out as I am, you know? Yeah. And there's almost some benefit to just kind of more boldly stepping into it and saying, Hey, I'm happy to do this pro bono. Yeah. Or I'm happy to do this, but you know, at, at what cost and just, and, and try to get that on the table as quickly as possible. Cause it, it feels like the long, the more invested both people get, it it just it's like a powder keg. It just the pressure starts to build more and more of, yes. of what the where you're gonna fall on on that one issue, you know? Yeah. Um and so, you know, sometimes just saying it right out front, like, hey, happy to help you, but you know, I've I I try to give away this much of my time each month and I've I've hit that quota. So if you're cool for me helping you in a couple of weeks, I'd love to, or if you need it now, you know. Yeah. Um here's, here's my rate or something like that. Gosh, that would be so good. That would be so smart. Cause I, there's just been a couple occasions where I think I've called you and been like, Hey, genuinely over 75% of the stuff I'm doing right now, I can't, I have somehow like not charged for it, which I'm still, I mean, that just means I'm working uh, a bunch more. So that 25% is larger, but, um, you know, that's, you can find yourself in there if you're not careful for sure. So, yeah. So that would be a great conversation to have just to line out expectations early because I think they're nervous too. They, they don't know what lawyers cost and they don't, uh, you know, at some point you've done so much for them. They don't want to bring it up because they're like, how much is it going to cost? Um, yeah. Something I've done a few times and I don't know if this is helpful to you, but in a situation where I am charging, I will sometimes go ahead and charge a full rate, like, like what I would charge anyone. Mm-hmm. And if it is a friends and family thing and it goes smoothly, yeah, like I'll mark it down on the back end versus promising what that's going to look like on the front end because yeah, that's I feel like I have a more control over like you know a scope creep <laughs> um, when I've when I know whatever margin I've got in it and yeah. and you know if everything goes smoothly and they do the things they say they're going to do and I can do the things that I'm supposed to do then at the end I'm like hey you know I, I did really well on this project or things went great like I can I can discount yeah. on that final invoice and uh versus discount on the front end where it I feel like it's kind of a mind game as far as what you know you're reflecting the quality of the service you're providing to the person yeah. Before before the project even gets started. And then I think sometimes position yourself a little bit to get taken advantage of from doing that. Yeah. I, I that's I think it goes 
it goes over better. I have made the mistake on the rare occasion that, <laughs> or on the too rare occasion that I've um, had that talk with friends or family and said, okay, this has obviously evolved quite a bit. Um, you know, if you'd like to retain me, cause it, also a consideration for me is malpractice insurance. Yeah, for sure. So I, I have to like retain a client formally to, to be covered by my malpractice insurance. Um, that's an overly simplified statement, but it, it's best if I do it. Um, so like at some point, you know, I'm, I'm maybe doing more and interacting with more people and exposing myself to more risk. And I just need them to actually be a client and be in my database so that I can run conflicts against them. And so my insurance will undoubtedly cover it. So when we get to that point, sometimes I'll say, if you want to go with somebody else, I totally understand, shop around. But if you want to proceed, this is my hourly rate. And then I discount it so much because I, I want, or I cap it really low. Like I won't spend more than three hours, no matter what. And then by the time they get the bill, they're like, "That's several hundred dollars. That's so much money." Yeah. <laughs> um. And so it'd be better if I just said, "This is what it would be for a stranger." Um. So let's just see how it goes, and then on the end, do like a courtesy discount of, you know, whatever percentage. Yeah, because there is this weird reality that the people that aren't paying often, like, I use the website example because that was just a really strong season from my own personal experience of, of learning a lot, but you know, the sure I'll do it. Oh, okay. Well, you know, all I need from you is all of the photos and all of the text and all of the, whatever things that I can't come up with on my own, you know, and, and months go by and I don't have those things or they send a couple of the things, not all the things. Yeah. And then like this, you know, I feel like to some degree because they're not, invested in the project. Yeah. It ends, it ends up requiring more of my time because I'm doing more project management than I am, you know, the actual work that I'm supposed to be providing. And, and so there's something to be said for everybody having some skin in the game and everything goes smoothly. Great. Like, you know, credit them back on the back end, and you, it keeps you from having to have that awkward conversation where you jump in and you're like, Hey, I know I said, everything's going to be like cheap and fast, <laughs> but it turns out, you know, like, it hasn't been and and usually having that conversation or at least from my experience without feeling like I'm pointing fingers. Yeah. You, you know, like it's almost like, you know, I've done everything I can do to make this happen and it hasn't happened and you know, but it, it just to to toe that line where you're trying to make the point and you're trying to excuse or you know, support the idea that it's going to cost more. Yeah. But without feeling like you're, you know, um passive being passive aggressive or, or pointing a finger at, at whatever that reason is. Yeah. That's makes And, and like, obviously, right. A lot of the time or enough for it to matter doing free or heavily discounted work for somebody results in them referring you to somebody else who is a stranger and who, you know, will pay you normal rates. And so it's valuable to do. Mm -hmm. I think that there's um, definitely some, and it's great to be that person. You get to be a good friend to somebody, which you don't in day-to-day -day life. I don't have that many opportunities to just be like a baller friend to somebody. Yeah, sure. Um, so it's nice to be able to be like, like, I got you. Let's figure this out. Let's talk it through. Um, and, you know, so it builds, it's nice to have the opportunity to build that, um, for, for not much, if it's less than an hour of my time, like, no, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and you know, you get the forms, you get the experience. So there's really good 
things associated with doing work with and for friends. It's just, you know, it's when it, it crosses the line and it's taking, it's really carving into your ability to keep doing what you're doing, that it's a problem. Yeah. Um, the third thing that comes to mind when, when I think about this is one approach I've used is kind of trying to provide a complimentary service. And so if someone comes and asks me about doing a particular thing and I say like, Hey, this isn't a fit for me. Like I don't have capacity for this, whatever reason it's, you know, we're, I'm not going to do it for you. Um, one of the things I often offer to do for free is like help guide the decision-making of who to pick, Oh yeah, you know? And so it's like, Hey, you know, go meet with some people, get some proposals, whatever. And then before you make a decision, having, you know, managed projects like this dozens and dozens of times, like, how about we just sit down over lunch or something and we look through it all together and I can point out the things to watch out for, or, or you know, the questions to ask. And, and that often, I, I feel like I'm providing a certain level of value and it's, it's much more manageable, yeah. you know, like I'm helping them, letting them make a good decision, getting them off on the right foot, but, um, we're, we're not necessarily having to do it together. I, yeah, I do the same thing. And, and even recently I've, um, been doing that even when strangers call me, but they need something other than, uh, what I provide. I don't let them go. It's like, um, in retail, you know, when a customer asks you a question, you're not supposed to like let them go. You're supposed to take them with you to the next person and keep like taking them around until you find a solution for their problem. Um, it's the same way. (laughs) Like I, uh, I not only will set up a call, well, I'll not only refer them to somebody, I will say, Hey, this is who I'd recommend. I'm happy to sit on a call with you and kind of bridge that gap with the person. Mm. Yeah, I like that. So, and it takes up a ton of time, but then, you know, that's the, you want those uh, avenues to keep coming your direction because that's how you get the, the real clients. And I love hearing from people. So it's really nice. And um, one of the things when I looked this up, have you mentioned all three points yet? Yeah, I think so. Okay. One of these things that I, um, <laughs> some people have recommended because I've Googled this, this issue. Many, many times, especially the last like year, um, I people say, well, you should do work trade. Uh, so have you ever done a work trade with anybody? Oh, once. Yes. And so a work trade is, you know, right, where instead of somebody paying you money, um, they pay you with services that they normally provide. Right. Or vice versa. Yeah. Um, that's actually been... Uh, I've, I've actually done this in the medical space as one of the, when we talk about benefits, that's how you got your facelift. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, that's how I get my Botox each, uh, each, each month. However, often you get Botox. I have no idea. <laughs> you haven't moved your face in years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's been really, that's been a, probably a better situation. Uh, it's, it's harder to find, right? There's like, yeah. it's harder to find a situation where both people need each other's services, but when it does work, it works really well. And it, and it keeps things from, um, being a, a taxable situation too, which is uh, really nice too. Yeah. If you, if you count up the tax implications of like somebody owes you, um, what a thousand dollars and then, you know, you, you don't have to pay taxes on a thousand dollars and you owe them a thousand dollars and they don't have to pay taxes on that. Like everyone actualizes so much more, um, money if you, if you're able to find the right fit for me. I don't, um, I try not to do them with people who have, who charge by the hour. Like I had a client who ran a, 
um, a massage brothel. Fair. A brothel. Yeah, <laughs> it was a brothel. She was a madam. And uh-huh. <laughs> it was in the 1800s. I am immortal. Um, so like she was a massage therapist. So now it seems weird because you said brothel. <laughs> thanks. But like actual massage. Sorry, friend. It's yeah, a massage yeah. therapist. Um, if it's if you're listening to this and thinking, is this me? It's not you. It's somebody else. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally different. Yeah. <laughs> so they ran a massage therapy uh, business. And they were like, you know, I just need a couple hours of work. I'd be happy to, you know, trade, which is like basically the equivalent (laughs) of a brothel scenario. Like it's just (laughs) way too weird to have this person who's giving you your massage, like also be the person who's, I don't know, in your office talking about legal issues. That seems like a weird boundary crossing issue for me. Uh And then also like they bill by the hour, basically, just like I do, but their hourly rates are lower than mine. And I, I just, I can't get behind talking to a friend or, or or anybody who you know and saying cool for one hour of your time i need like i need three hours of your time to equal one hour of my time because i'm so right. special you know <laughs> that just seems awful yeah that's that's super tough and that was the kind of i mean honestly i'm probably on the other side of that with the uh, with the healthcare trade situation, because I mean, do you want to like expand on that or just leave it as ambiguous? It, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't mean it's, yeah. It does sound a lot worse than it is. Um, uh, local dentist, um, <laughs> and and so it's for dental care versus uh, helping them market their practice, and yeah. and so it's worked out really well. Dental insurance, if you've ever had dental insurance, kind of sucks. Like it doesn't really cover much, you know, like, and, uh, at least not much fully. And, and so it's always kind of one of those questionable insurance things when you're, you're piecing together your own benefits. And so, uh, for us, you know, I just reached out to someone who I knew and had a relationship with and was like, Hey, what if we did this instead? He was like, yeah, that'd be great. Did he know at the time how much dental work you would need? Well, that's, that's a fair point. Um, hey, we've traded for every one of those things. I bet. Uh, no, it's it's been good and it's allowed me, I mean, the, the nature of what I do really is done best in an ongoing basis. And so we started with, um, actually a couple of years ago, we started with like a, hey, I'll do this one-time project for you in exchange for this, you know, one procedure. And it worked out pretty well and, and time had passed and I, I needed more dental work done. And so now we've gotten kind of into a better groove and it's allowed me to kind of establish my pricing in such a way that's adding benefit to them affordably, but also is like, I'm earning enough credit to really kind of cover my needs, but not much more. Yeah. You know, it it would be weird if I started to amass like a a significant credit balance, Yeah, you, you know, and then, um, you're just like getting Invisalign and doing all kinds of. Yeah. Or like, you know, we moved to a new city and I have like thousands of dollars in, <laughs> in dental credit or, yeah. you know, I don't know. There's just, there's something about it kind of just storing up and feeling like it's a, a thing in the relationship, you know? Yeah. Um, or there's something on his books that he, you know, doesn't love being there. So, um, yeah, that's that's been a good situation. The other situations I've done in similar cases have have not worked out as well. But um, what what made them not work out? 
Because um, I think this is a real consideration, especially depending on what you do. If you're dealing with people who you're in that like twilight of maybe it's inappropriate to charge them or maybe I don't feel comfortable charging them. Like this is a real consideration to throw out there. At least you can offer it and say, hey, you can pay my rate or I'm willing to work something out with the thing you do and then let them choose. Yeah, I've I've tried it a couple of times unsuccessfully or like I've asked for it a few times. I, I think it, when I first got started, I don't think I realized there, there actually is a fairly significant like subculture of this happening all around us that yeah. I think I was kind of unaware of. And so I've, I've gotten bolder and just, and asking those, that question when it's appropriate. And, uh, I'll mention like a, a gym that we're a member of where we do some training, you know, I asked that guy, he was like, Oh, it's, it, it doesn't make sense for us now, but you know, maybe down the road, hmm. Depending on my need, I could almost go to a handful of different gyms and like essentially ask the same one until I find the person that wants, you know, that is willing to make the trade. Um, but so far in my own experience, it's never been, it's always been a, Hey, I'm going to use you. Could we do trade? Yeah. You know, yes or no, fine. Doesn't matter. Like I'm happy to pay you, but if we could, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so it's not, not so much like I'm, uh, leveraging some other, you know, like a negotiation, like, well, if you won't, I'm out of here. Right. Um, so that's just made it feel not as skeezy, I guess. But, um, for the other situations I've tried that hasn't worked, um, you know, one of them, I think really, I mentioned earlier, they just didn't have skin in the game, Yeah. you know? Um, so I was kind of holding up my end of the deal and I, I don't think, I honestly think they didn't have an appreciation for the amount of work it took to do what I was doing, you know, yes, somewhat yeah. technical in nature. They're just kind of like, Oh, cool. You press a button and it's all done. And it's like, well, you know, I've spent 10 hours on this, right? Like, yeah, it, you know, a lot's gone into it. And, and if there's a, and this is too strong a word, I don't mean it as strongly as it sounds, but if there's a, a certain level of ignorance on on the other side, mm -hmm. then there's, like you mentioned, uh, someone that comes to you that's never used an attorney before versus someone that has, they just have a certain appreciation for, for yes. what that, that whole project is going to look like, that whole flow is going to look like. Um, so, you know, I, I really think those are kind of the two things that's caused it to not, to, to not really play out very much. Um, and, and in those situations, you get stuck in this, case where you're like, Hey, you know, like, um, uh, Hey, if you don't, if you don't keep your account in good standing, all the work we've done, is just going to dissipate. Like it's just going to implode. Yeah. And like, and it's all going to be for naught. And then I'm going to have spent even more time and there's going to be even less appreciation for what's been done Yeah, because it's, it's non-existent. So in those cases, I've almost felt like I'm stuck in the sunk cost of yeah. continuing to pour more into it because I don't want it to you know, the account to get deleted. Yeah. And then it'll all just be gone. Yeah. I, I think that, um, the takeaway here is no matter what you decide to do, you owe it to yourself to have a frank conversation up front with the person about the options. And I think probably no matter what the circumstance, it's wisest to include, like, if you were a stranger, here's how it would go. Because if it, they don't, you can't 
expect somebody to know, you know, what goes in, how much time it took you to create the thing that you, that you created that they didn't appreciate. Sure. Um, you know, it'd be nice if they knew, but they don't always know. So I think it's probably all of the discussion should begin like, this is great. If you were a stranger, this is how it would go. And then by the time you're done with that, just say like, I know that, you know, this is, you're, you're a friend. I'm happy to help you out. But if it goes, you know, beyond too much time, just to respect my other clients, I want to revisit this discussion and see what we can work out. Yeah. And that's almost a framework I would use in every situation of just like, Hey, if you're a stranger, this is what it would look like. Yeah. And then insert into the next piece of this. I'm happy to do this for free or two, like, uh, let's just do it and we'll, we'll see where, you know, at this rate and then we'll see where we end it. You know, whatever your, your actual feelings towards the situation are, yeah. uh, lead with a, Hey, to manage your expectations, yes. this is what it normally looks like. And then we can deal with it however we need to on the back end. Um, and like, and from my perspective, get to the, the money part just as, as quickly as it makes sense. You know, like if, if, as the service provider, if you drag your feet, yeah, I, I find that it often just makes things worse, more so than better. Yeah. Um, if they do get scared away by by that early on, you'd rather, honestly, you'd rather that happen on the front end than the back end, because in the back end, you're you're already um, have committed time to it. So that is very true. Yeah. Yeah. I I tend to be, and I'm reflecting over how we've talked about this. I I tend to be a little bit more fortified on this kind of stuff and, and, you know, protectionist, but I think I am that way because I like to see situations where I can, you know, more dive in and be more generous or more intentional about how I'm giving away my time Yeah. than, than it being reactionary. And so I'm, I'm more prone to put up, all, you know, a strong front against most of the inbound opportunities so that when I see the right opportunity, I can reach out and say like, Hey, I would, you know, I'd love to help you with this. Hey, startup company. Yeah. You know, like, like I, you know, I think this is an awesome idea and can we figure out a way to, you know, work together on this even at a reduced or free rate. And I think those opportunities, like, even if it's like, Hey, this is just a fun project, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like this is something I want to be a part of. Um, I, I, I can get more excited about that than some of the other things. And I guess my priority is being a person that, um, like I want people to call being a kinder person, <laughs> being nicer than you, uh, <laughs> you yes. know, I just want people to keep calling and, uh, letting me help them out, you know? So yeah. that's, uh, something that I'm passionate about just that level of it. So maybe that's the difference in our ultimate issues. <laughs> yeah. No, I like when, even still today, I think one of the. And, and this reminds me of something you just said, but I think one of the areas that I'll go way out of my way to help someone with is employment, like yeah. finding a new job yes. or getting a good word in for an opportunity that's published somewhere. Like I'll, I'll often go to unreasonable links to help people in that yes. because it's an area where I feel like I can, it's, it's just circumstance that I know someone and you don't, right? Like, yeah. And, and it's, it carries so much weight and it, cost me very little, yeah. you know, and if it's, if it's someone who I really believe in, like, you know, I want to make that known. And so, uh, you know, what you're doing is, is kind of in that same vein of, of, um, 
helping someone when they're in a, an employment crisis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really passionate about that. Even though, even though once again, like of my paying clients, I represent the companies, <laughs> but that's right. And it's the friends. It's like, it's great to just, um, be useful, uh, for sure. Yeah. And have the flexibility. I, I remember I had a family member reach out once about doing some SEO work and, that was something the agency offered. Was it me? It was, it was, it <laughs> it was really passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and that's something that like I don't personally do, but the agency I was with did. Yeah. And so it was going to be someone else there. Yeah. And, and it was like, yeah, that's going to be a whole lot of money. Yeah. You know, and it was like, I wish I could, you know, I wish I could enter into this and make this make more sense, but like, I know it doesn't make sense and I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and so having the, the freedom and flexibility to think more, uh, rationally in those situations is, is often an honor to, you know, to yeah. really, uh, help people. That is very true. Like the fact that you don't have to run it past a compensation committee to say, Hey, I will absolutely help you out. Like, you know, I just, you know, like if it doesn't work out, we'll deal with my bills. I'll keep my time, but we'll just deal with it later and know that you can write it off Mm -hmm. or you can, um, exchange, you know, their balance for whatever their craft is. I recently got a tabletop from (laughs) an invoice balance for a company I represent. Yeah. Um, so, um, you can do all kinds of things and it's all up to you. So that's just amazing and fantastic. Cause you can read the situation and adjust accordingly on a dime. That's right. I like that. Well, what do we want to ask of our listeners? Let's, let's ask them to review us on iTunes. Uh, helps a lot. Uh, we've gotten a lot of good reviews and kind words there. Um, if you're not familiar with kind of how that works, uh, the iTunes store shows, priorities to shows that, uh, rate well and, in large quantity. And so, um, by giving us a good review, doesn't just pat us on the back and, and give us a big head. It, it just kind of helps other people find the show. And, um, and that's awesome. That would, that would benefit, benefit us, benefit us greatly. You nailed that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, easy, easy for me to say, <laughs> Oh Lord. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, um, that would be great. Send us your questions. We've gotten a couple questions that we're saving, um, to, to talk about at more length, but they're really helpful because there's things that we haven't addressed that are glaringly obvious or, um, just are of interest and we're happy to talk about them because we might run out of things to talk about soon. <laughs> so keep them coming. <laughs> Or maybe not, just depending on how many old um, early 2000 movies we can quote. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know about early 2000s. I was busy then. (laughs) If we go to like every Ace Ventura, I think we're good. There you go. Mm -hmm. I like it. (laughs) All right. Well, um, good chat. Yeah. For those of you out there doing work for friends and family, hang in there. We feel your pain. If If you've learned anything that has helped you along the way, we'd love to hear it. So send it our way. Please do that. All right. Thanks. Thanks, brother. I'll talk to you soon.